Guanji from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 15th of December 2022. Now here's a quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Many people were hoping that the electricity outages would subside during the festive season, but they're starting to lose hope. On Tuesday the 13th, the Electricity Supply Corporation Malawi, or ESCOM, revised its load shedding program from approximately 8 hours to 17.5 hours daily. According to their statement, they have to perform maintenance works at Nikula B Power Station. Now, the prolonged blackouts will start from Thursday the 15th to Monday the 19th. Now, people living in Luande and Mangochi may have an even longer power outage on Thursday the 15th. On Monday the 12th, ESCOM released two statements saying that they would be conducting maintenance works in the two districts from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. These maintenance works have nothing to do with the initial national load shedding and may, in fact, overlap with them. Some of the affected areas in Mangochi include Nikpola, Sanansand, and Makola, while some of the affected areas in Lawande include Sanama, Taja, and Nayuchi. We have the revised National Load Shedding Program in our show notes in case you'd like to find out when power will be out in your area. Now, many locals are worried that another fuel outage has hit the station, uh, barely a month after the issue subsided. On Sunday the 11th in the nation, some motorists were seen queuing for petrol in some parts of Blantyre, Lilongwe, Zomba, and Mizuzu. The situation was weird because there were queues in some fuel stations but none in others. On Tuesday the 13th, Fatina Konje, the spokesperson for the Malawi Energy Regulatory Authority, said the shortage was due to a local distribution glitch and not a shortage of foreign exchange, as was the case in the prior shortage. She urged consumers to stop buying fuel in excess. Rex Chikoko, the public relations officer for the National Oil Company of Malawi chimed in and said that they have enough fuel for current distribution and the festive season. Now, while the shortage of foreign exchange isn't currently affecting the fuel shortage, it is unfortunately affecting logistics. Now, on Friday the 9th, Kenyan Airways announced the immediate suspension of its ticketing issuance authority in Malawi following the increasing foreign currency repatriation difficulties. They also withdrew the ticketing authority for all local agents, including the Kenya Airways City Ticketing Office, or KQCTO, and the Airport Ticketing Office, or ATO, as well. They encouraged all affected persons to purchase tickets via the Kenyan Airways website where payments can be made with a debit or credit card. And we have Kenya Airways' full statement in case you have any inquiries. Many people are happy with the High Court's ruling in the Tom Mibara case. Last year, Pinkanjira, a business person, founder of FDH Bank, was sentenced to nine years in prison for attempting to bribe judges who were presiding over the 2019 presidential elections. He's currently out on bail. Pinjara holds controlling shares in FDH with three others under the company M Development Limited. Earlier this year, the Reserve Bank of Malawi, or RBM, and the Financial Services Appeals Committee ruled that M Development should dispose of its shares in FDH following Pinkanjiro's conviction. But the shareholders took the matter to the High Court, arguing that Pinkanjiro and M Development were being treated as one. On Friday the 9th, Justice Ken Manda agreed with the shareholders and faulted RBM's ruling. Some people on social media described RBM's behavior as an attempt by the ruling Malawi Congress Party to snatch FDH from Pinkanjira. And the police have arrested a local socialite for forgery. On Tuesday the 13th, 
the police in Blantyre arrested Ernest Arnon, popularly known as EA, for forging and altering a certificate by the National Construction Industry Council, or NCIC. EA is an architect and the chief executive officer of Imperial Designs, an architecture company. Now, the NCIC was yet to certify him, so he conspired with Golden Chikazula, who owns a printing business, to forge the certificate. According to Sergeant Aubrey Singanyama, the deputy public relations officer for Blantyre Police Station, the forged NCIC certificate was then used to secure a contract with the Mall of Africa in Blantyre. Officials from the NCIC only discovered the matter after conducting an inspection at the mall. The police are keeping the two in custody pending their appearance before the court. Now, a lot of scholars were shaken by the news that Professor Owen Kalinga died on the evening of Thursday the 8th. Details concerning his death are yet to be revealed. Professor Kalinga was one of the country's leading historians and the author of the book Historical Dictionary Malawi, which is considered a must-read for individuals who want thorough records of the country's history. Many individuals and entities, including the Journal of South African Studies, took to social media to send their condolences. Many described him as an academic giant and a son of the soil. Now, rumors have it that some local musicians are going to have an amazing festive season. Now, this is following unofficial news that the Copyright Society of Malawi, or Kusoma, have started di- distributing royalties to registered artists. Now, a local media house said that Kusoma has distributed about 600 million kwacha, about 600,000 US dollars. They said the highest grossing artist is R&B crooner Kel K, who bagged over 5 million kwacha, approximately 5,000 US dollars. Other artists, including Dreamo, Guamba, and Janta, were rumored to have received about 3 million kwacha each, which is about 3,000 US dollars. Although Kusoma hasn't confirmed the development yet, a lot of locals have already started celebrating the artist wins. Santa Superstore has been sued for selling rotten chicken parts to its customers. Four men, Gundani Sement, Mabuto Blima, Kumbo Miti, and Clement Kai, have sued Sana and Muzuzu for 50 million kwacha about 49,000 U.S. dollars, for negligence and nervous shock arising from food poisoning. According to a letter circulating on social media, the four men purchased three kilograms of packed chicken portions, each on the 30th of November. However, the chicken was rotten and visibly green. They said Sana is responsible for ensuring reasonable care of their products. Pictures of the receipt and rotten chicken are circulating on social media. Now, some locals are worried about their safety. On Thursday the 15th, news broke out that five refugees living in the Seiko refugee camp in Dawa have been injured in a grenade explosion on the night of Wednesday the 14th. The police suspect the explosion was a targeted attack and have arrested a Rwandan national. Umoton John Peter, on suspicion that he was behind it, Dawa police said Butoti Fideli, a Burundi community leader and a victim in the attack, said he and his secretary were outside their office around 7 p.m. Fideli saw a person lighting matches before throwing an unknown object at them. The object, which he suspects was the grenade, exploded. Peter will be taken to court to answer charges of grievous harm, but many people think he should be charged with terrorism instead. Others think the issue is a threat to homeland security. Still on security, some parents are concerned about the safety of their children at boarding schools. This is following a video circulating on social media where a teenage boy is being bullied by what appears to be his dorm mates. Now, the video is from Calibu Academy in Blantyre. And the Bastyrs 
Cowboys received flack from the public for neglecting its students. There have been rumors of teachers and other school officials abusing students. Because of this, people are starting to coax the government into lobbying investigations into the school or closing it altogether. Now, the festivities are coming up, and that means a lot of events too. For instance, a Mapiano artist, Musa Keys from South Africa, will have a live performance in Blantyr on Friday the 23rd. Now, we urge you to keep an eye on your events tab on Facebook for more event updates. And that's it for this week. Christmas is around the corner. So what's your favorite Christmas tradition in Serbia? It can be official or unofficial, regional, national, personal, or communal. Now, let us know at malawi at rorschach.com. Bitani Buino. Thank you.